0: You know, I want to make sure if I spend the money, if I take the time and all of that, that I'm really contributing something to the listener. You know what I mean? And I really thought I said all that God gave me to say. And he was like, nope, there's more.
1: (laughs) Between the Grooves is hosted by James Curtis, music director and morning man in the greater Toronto area on Joy Radio. Hosts James Curtis talks to artists and industry insiders to discover the connection between music and faith. You can connect with the show at faithstrongtoday.com slash grooves or via Twitter at Between Grooves.
2: Between the Grooves with James Curtis and Aisha Woods. Back after a few weeks off, I was on vacation for a bit. Uh, we had Victoria Day in Canada, Memorial Day in the U.S., also celebrated a, a few family birthdays and my 25th wedding anniversary. So I'm whoop, sorry whoop. sorry if we didn't get together for Between the Grooves, uh, but I'm really not. <laughs> but it is good to be back. And today we have a great guest. And this is someone you've known for a while, isn't it, Aisha?
3: It is. I'm really looking forward to it. I've, Kim and I go back probably mm, somewhere in the area of about 16 17 years wow okay uh yeah just good people she's a songwriter spoken word artist she's a producer she's done some radio Mm -hmm. um yeah she's she's got her hands in in quite a few things um mother at the same time
2: that's a big job right there yeah 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 Yeah. busy busy lady awesome and she's been doing the music thing for quite some time as well so it'll be uh, oh yeah great to chat with her and see what's up and Talk a little bit about the business and uh, good nuggets, hopefully, that we can get out of this conversation.
3: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be
2: really good. Let's get between the grooves with Kim Pratt. So, well, listen, Kim, thank you very much for uh, for hanging with us this morning. Um, I was intrigued when Aisha said we have to get together because I didn't know—I really didn't know who you were—and mm-hmm. but I'm glad Aisha does. And now, <laughs> now we're getting to know you. And I saw yes. a little bit of your stuff online. You've got the spoken oh, cool. word thing happening. You've got the gospel music. You're described as a poet, a radio host, and a mom. And I guess mom is the
0: biggest job at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and of course, it's, at this moment, it's not because they're asleep. So I... <laughs> That's nice. But, right. But yes, overall, uh, that's the ultimate, the ultimate uh, job. But, yeah. Tell us about your career.
2: Talk about the music. Um, you do some spoken word stuff as well. How did that all materialize for you?
0: Um started young. I started very young writing, you know, little goofy songs <laughs> and uh, my brother, my myself and my sister, we had a, a group so we would sing when we you know, when we were younger, sing a cappella and sung a lot of quartet, which is so funny seeing what what I do now. And and, um, around the age of 10, my brother introduced me to rap or hip hop. And um, I just fell in love. And I just started writing raps. I was already writing poetry. And it just grew from there. And around 16, God just really was like, hey, I want to use you in this. And it just it just continue to grow and he's been giving me songs and I've been able to merge the uh, hip-hop with spoken word with neo soul with praise and worship all in all in one set and it's like one big lovely gumbo <laughs> yeah yeah. So I guess I, I, I love it
2: I guess it helps to have had musical ability to start with
0: yes that's that's <laughs> always a plus but my, my mom she started me um, on the keyboard in piano when I was uh, about six seven or eight, somewhere around there, she, she started teaching me how to play, and I ended up majoring in music um, in college, so, yeah, the the, the uh, ability to compose and hear the chord changes and things like that, it, it, it's always a, a plus, especially on the production end.
2: Yeah, I think for any young child or children, it's great to get them into some kind of music when they're really young like piano lessons yeah. whether they have the ability or not i think it's just a really good experience i took piano lessons mm-hmm. when i was a kid i couldn't stand it but but i took it <laughs> but my family was musical anyways so uh-huh. you know right. hearing the notes and you know the ability to automatically begin to harmonize as you get yes. older mm-hmm. and stuff that's kind of a natural progression i suppose for something like that do you still play i play the radio No, you know what i have i have a really nice keyboard in my in my studio at home um Mm -hmm. i rarely take the cover off and play it i can Mm -hmm. you know but i I just don't Mm -hmm. make the time for it really i've also got a really nice guitar that again i i don't i take i actually take it out of its case uh once every couple of weeks just to make sure the humidity is correct inside so it doesn't dry out because it's an acoustic guitar um yeah but other than that i really don't Play. Um, I did lead worship in church for for several years, like many years, way back when. But I stopped that when I started getting back into the radio thing, especially when I was radio full time doing the morning show because I wanted to save my voice. I tend to, and I've said this, to Aisha in the past. I tend to belt it because I sing tenor. Uh, sometimes people would wish that I would sing ten or fifteen feet away. But I, I do sing. I sing tenor. Sorry, that was a dad joke. Um, I sing tenor. That was bad. I know, I know. Uh, and, and I tend to belt it and I wreck my throat because of that. And so I'll lose my voice at the end of a worship service or something. I just, oh, wow. and, and it's just not worth it. And so it's funny because in church, um, I will not sing necessarily. Um Or if I do, I'll sing quietly. And then, see, my my son grew up knowing that I led worship. He saw me on the stage, but my daughter didn't. Uh. So when we're sitting in the service and it's it's the pra- time for praise and worship, my daughter will look at me all of a sudden if I actually do start to sing and, and she'll, she'll nudge my wife and say, look, he's singing. <laughs> like it's something new, you know? <laughs> but I'm really just trying to save my voice. Like I really do enjoy it and I'd like to belt it out, but I know that's going to hurt me the next day when I'm at work, right?
3: Oh, right, uh, right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, but I do love singing. I, you know, my mom always says to me, Oh, I wish you would sing again. You know, well, mm-hmm. I, I'd love to, you know, but As parents do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what yep. they do. That's what moms you do. You know how we do yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. See a
3: little gift in their kids and it's like, yeah, Oh, we're going to pull it out of you. Cat's out of yeah. the bag. You can't hide anymore.
2: Do your kids, Kim, do your kids have a musical ability, natural ability? They do.
0: Yes, they do. My son, he sings, he plays trumpet, he writes, he produces. The whole nine, my um, my oldest daughter, she can sing, but she just doesn't. Like, you know, she does it when she's playing or playing around, but it's not like, it doesn't seem like a passion for her. My youngest one, however, I think she has a passion for music as well, so... I love hearing her sing. She has this little vibrato and it, it reminds me of um, uh, the Wizard of Oz, <laughs> like, like the, the munchkins. Because <laughs> she has this little vibrato, it's so cute, but yeah, she, she loves to sing. So I, I enjoy watching them come into their own and, and um, you know, just I, I just enjoy it and so I can see what I need to bring out in the future.
2: So this vibrato that your daughter has, is that a natural vibrato, like like a natural talent, something that she's able to do? Or is this something, you know, she's heard other people do it, so she's kind of mimicking it? Or... Yeah.
0: Right. kind yeah. <laughs> of like the lion on the, on the Wizard of Oz. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I think it's natural. For a while, I thought she was imitating someone. But I, I, for the life of me, I can't imagine who she could be imitating because I don't have a... a uh, vibrato when i sing so i'm like this is this is real
2: <laughs> unless it was so like I, uh, like an american idol like watching some of these artists you know sing. maybe it was something yeah. like that or in church no. who knows no
0: no Mm-mm. okay okay nope. but yeah i think i think it's natural and it, it's good and it's, and it's the cutest little little thing it's, it's so funny but yeah so we'll we'll see what's going to come of, of her singing and you know if that's something that she will continue on and Right. You know, hey, might drop something on her soon. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hey, I've seen that happen. Never knew. I, I've seen that happen. You know, they start playing sure. around in the studio, and then they end up coming with, yeah. up with something really good, especially if they're interested in it. They really want to pursue mm-hmm. it, right? So, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So how about you? Um, what kind of, you know, there's, there's tons of people trying to make it in the music business. It's a tough industry. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What's your focus? Like, what do you... Like, are you trying to get your name out there? You're trying to get radio airplay, or are you just kind of doing this, you know, kind of thing on the side for fun? Like, what's what's your deal?
0: Um, you know, I, I do service radio. Um, I'm a little different. Well, I don't want to say I'm different because I don't want to want to stereotype every artist out there. I don't really uh, go after the nominations and things like that, award wise. Um, but I do. Like I said, I do uh, seek radio airplay and video airplay uh, just to get the message out. Mm-hmm. So my main thing is just reaching as many people as possible. So um, to make sure I'm reaching whoever needs to hear the message. So that's my main thing. I, I you know, I don't have to blow up to whoever the highest <laughs> artist may be, but uh, my goal yeah. is just to do whatever guy, you know, reach whoever he wants me to reach and Hey, if he wants to blow me up, fine. <laughs> you, mm. know? But, <laughs> but, the course. you know, but you right, right. But I don't necessarily seek after uh, a whole bunch of fame and stuff.
3: What would you say your your message is?
0: Well, you know what? It changed. It, it has definitely changed once once I got older. Um, I find a lot of my songs now are more inward, where I'm sharing. Mm my journey more so than, Hey, this is what we all need to do. Let's do this. this, Right. Um, of course the more worship songs, of course, you know, it's it's more corporate, but, um, I'm sharing my journey. So like, Hey, this is what I'm dealing with right now. This is how God is, uh, taking me through it. Yeah. And with the hopes that someone else who may be going through it won't feel by themselves because we have a habit of, you know, dealing with things and, and a lot, of, especially youth, they don't want to talk about things because they feel like they're the only one going through it, you right. know, or they're ashamed to 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 talk about it because, oh, well, they feel that mom and dad, they never been through anything. They're old. They don't know what, you know, right. they, what right. do they know about whatever, you know? And so my, my goal is, hey, you're not by yourself. We're walking this journey together, you know? Yeah. This is how God is dealing with me in it. This is how I got through it. So let's, you know, let's link arms and let's walk through this life together. So that's where I am right now.
2: And how does the radio side play in for you? And I'm not talking the music now, but you, you also Mm -hmm. are a radio host. Um, Is that, is that just to get your music out?
0: No, no, I'm kidding. kidding. It's a joke. (laughs) No, no, but no. and, And I said it like that because some, i I, unfortunately, I've, I know people who have done that.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and they say, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm getting a radio show so I can play all of my music. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Meradio.com. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, yeah, my my goal was to – all right, so let me rewind. I and I used to work in the industry. In the industry, I used to do radio promotions for different labels and indie artists. And um I would talk to a lot of music directors, program directors to get the, the client on the air. And what I found of course there on the industry side, there's tears, you know, oh this is a an A artist, this is a B artist. I would consider them a C artist. And you know, so a lot of the Indies with great music just didn't get the opportunities that yeah. a lot of the more known artists would get. So I wanted to create a show that will give Indies opportunities, you know, who has a great, great sound, great message, but I wanted to give them a platform as well. So I play the Indies along with the Mary Marys and the Aisha Woods. You know what I mean?
2: So I knew the Mary Mary. What was the other one you said? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) But, you know, I played them alongside, you know, um, and uh, again, it gives them an opportunity to have that platform and get right. their music out and their message out as well. And I honestly, it's just something I did. I never intended on it blowing up like that, but God just took it and stations started picking the show up and it just, it keeps growing. And I'm like, wow, Lord, okay, because <laughs> I, I honestly, I hate being out front, but God keeps putting me in positions where I'm out front so yeah
3: I love that (laughs) I love when he does that you know it it's the kind of thing that keeps us grounded and it just reminds us you know he said he he opposes the proud but he gives grace to the humble and man he just he moves like that
0: wow yeah Yes. Yes. And it, it, just the whole thing, like you said, it is very humbling. Um, and it's, you know, those who know me, I, like I said, I do not like being out front. I prefer being behind the scenes, but, um, same thing. I have a TV show, right? Same thing out the blue. Someone just said, Hey, do you want a TV show? And I'm like, well, not really, but, (laughs) but, but God opened that door. So the TV show is like the, the visual version, of the radio show, where I'm showing the artist videos and have ministry in between. So, yeah, I don't I don't know what God is doing, but at this point, I'm just like, okay, Lord, yes, whatever whatever doors you're opening, who am I? Who am I to back out of it? You know? Yeah. So.
2: That's that's right down my alley too. Like I, I've said this, and Aisha, you know this well enough about me, anyways. Like I'm I'm not a selfie guy. I'm not a right. You know, like I don't I don't. I probably don't promote myself on social media as much as I should um, Mm -hmm. as a uh, radio guy and, and, you know, as my career and trying to get people to listen and and whatnot. I mean, I do a little bit once in a while when I remember uh, more than anything else. But it's really more about uh, promoting uh, the artists and promoting or or promoting between the grooves or or Uh whatever else. Um, because I think mm-hmm. if I can get people to listen to that, then they can hear some of the hearts of of the people that are in this business, whether they're a musician or an artist or, uh, you know, a, somebody behind the scenes or whatever else. Sure, Give them sure. some exposure and, mm-hmm. you know, let them see some success in what they're doing. I guess I guess it's more of that mentality. Of, if they're successful, then I'll be successful. Right. And right. I'm, and not that I'm necessarily looking for success, but I always believed, you know, but before my full-time radio days, you know, years ago, I was in business and I had staff working for me and I was always looking out for my staff, you know, like every, uh-huh. every year I would go to the president and say, it's time for annual employee reviews. And I'd be, you know, pushing and, you know, pushing for them to be making more money and whatever right. else and giving them some feedback and, and, and maybe they had some career goals where they wanted to do a different different job. And so I was always looking out for opportunities for them to be able to do that within the company. Mm-hmm, Didn't necessarily, mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily successful in in giving them a raise every single year because that was out of my hands. But when I got right. the authorization to do it, I was doing it. Um, sure, uh, And I believed that if I did that and looked out for them, then ultimately I would be looked after as well. And for the most part, mm-hmm. it worked out. So
3: yeah, it, it comes back to really having a, a servant's heart, you know. Yes. When you're when you have a servant's heart, like man, so many things can happen for you when you look to for different opportunities to serve. It's like just doors fly open, and and, and more open. opportunities come. Um, and I, it just reminds me too of of. Uh, where God was talking in his word, Jesus, he said, he came to serve, not to be served, you know, Mm -hmm. and the greatest Mm -hmm. among you will be your servants. And I mean, it's, it's just a, a real sweet concept. Um, he'll make you great if you be willing to serve. And right.
2: Um, the, o- the yeah, only so problem, the only problem I have with that, and I understand what you're saying, Aisha. The only problem I have with that is sometimes in the Christian community, um, people use that as leverage mm-hmm. to get you to do stuff for free, like basically volunteer oh time. And th- and then yeah, well, I hear uh, you on that. You need to be making a living <laughs> too, right? You can't just <laughs>
3: absolutely like I,
2: I, Kim. I'm sure you've heard this. Will you do a concert mm-hmm. for us? And we're not going to pay you, but we're going to give you exposure. No oh, right, yes, it's like i I don't want that <laughs> well, you don't want it and and you, you know, if somebody asks me to MC an event right and yes. and I work a full-time job and I volunteer at various places anyways, uh, that's my volunteer time. so if you ask me to MC something um my time is worth something and Absolutely. and and I kind of look at it saying, Yeah, you know, I really don't need the exposure. Thanks, but no thanks. Right. Right? If that's If that's what you're willing to give me is just exposure, it's like, yeah, well, yeah, get somebody else. I'm good. Maybe maybe somebody else needs the exposure, but I don't, you know.
0: (laughs) A workman's (laughs) worthy of his hire. Yeah. Exactly. And I really feel like that's, um, I hate to say tacky, but but it's tacky. It's one thing to offer and say, hey, this is what we're offering you, and then give the opportunity for God to lead. The person to say, you know what? Sure. Don't worry about it. You know, I'm just going to do this out out of the kindness of my heart, or I'm going to sow this time, or I'm going to, you know, that's one thing. Yeah. But to, to say <laughs> you're going to make someone sow their time, <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, that, that. It doesn't work. It doesn't work that way at all. It's not okay. <laughs> I was approached a few
2: months ago by um, a church that I used to attend, and they were doing. Um, I guess it was like a career day for their youth. Mm-hmm. And it, mm-hmm. I didn't attend the church anymore, but I knew the pastor very well and the pastor's wife and various people that, you know, I, I mean, I attended that church many years ago. I attended it for like 20 years or something. So wow. people people there know who I am, at least the older generation, not the youth, especially not sure. the youth. Mm-hmm. But um, so they asked me to to. Um, to speak and do a little spiel on what I do in radio and stuff. And at one point, the pastor's wife—this was on the phone before it all materialized—she said, I basically—I don't know how it came about, but she asked me if I was expecting to get paid, and I said, well, no. Like, uh, you're my family, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Even though I don't attend the church anymore, I consider them family. So I went to the thing, and, and I did it all. And then as I was leaving, they handed me an envelope, and in there was a check. And it was like— see. But you know what? I gave it back. And I'm not trying to Did toot you? my own horn or anything. But I, right. I honestly went into that with, I'm, I'm going to do this because I want to do this, not because right. I'm trying mm-hmm. to make a buck or anything like that. So I, I gave it back. I actually, I cashed the check and then I just made a donation back to the church. And again, not, <laughs> not to toot my own horn or make myself right. look like I'm this great person or anything else. But that was, that was my choice.
3: Right. right right and
2: sure. and I could have accepted it and and you know that would would have been considered some income or whatever else but I just decided not to but that's that's different from somebody approaching you and say hey look we would really like you to to, you know, do a concert or open for somebody for 20 minutes or something Mm -hmm. like that. I mean, you have a craft. You have something that you've studied for that you rehearse. Maybe you've got investment in in equipment and time and travel, the price of gas these days and everything else. That's right. That all costs money. (laughs) Exposure (laughs) just is not. Yeah. um, (laughs) Exposure just doesn't cut it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. Right. So, wait. All right. So, going back to what you just said. All right. So, I had a situation similar to that where, you know, they, they offered because they know this is what I do. And I said, no, you know, don't worry about it. I, I'm here out of the kindness of my heart. You know, I just came to serve, just came to minister, whatever. And so <laughs> when they asked me back,
2: <laughs> oh.
0: they didn't offer again. So <laughs> Uh-oh. so it's like, That's, right, that's a little so, different. <laughs>
2: yeah. Ooh, that's, she that's an interesting back? one. Yeah.
0: Right. So, how do you handle that? Like, so the first time they offered, I said no, gave it back. So, the second time they invited me, they're like, oh, she doesn't want to.
3: (laughs) Ask no, ask them if they have a budget.
2: Yeah. I think that's what you've got to do. The same situation happened to me (laughs) where I, they didn't ask me back, but I offered to come back. And and the reason why I offered to come back is they had some issues when they were recording this thing as a video thing, and they had some technical issues. And so I felt that they didn't get everything they wanted from me. And quite frankly, me and a friend of mine, we used to run the youth group way back when. And so um, I thought, I said to him, and this was coming out of COVID and everything else, and I said to them, you know, if you want me to come back in person on a Friday night when the youth are meeting, they might get more out of this having a and a or something like that. And I'd be happy to do something like that. And then, you know, I wouldn't expect payment or anything like that. I just, right, I would right. do it cause, because, again, I used to attend the church, but it's different when you offer versus you offer or or decide you're going to do it, say, free, you know, hand quotes yeah. or whatever else. And then, then they look at you and say, well, it looks like you're always willing to come back to serve us. <laughs> and, and maybe that <laughs> wasn't the case. It was, you know, a one-shot deal.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. I
3: think ex- expectations have to be uh, made clear up front, you know, so that you don't go into something and it's right. questionable.
2: And it was like mm. and then and then awkward right right Let's
3: right. just, the, and that's that that just make it clear oh. now yeah
2: and then and then right. not only that but you kind of feel guilty if you now say no
3: right and mm-hmm. and you can't do that True. too because
2: again you're trying to make a living trying to provide mm-hmm. for your family and and if this is what you do um, yeah that's a difficult one to handle <laughs> come back <laughs> for free <I> like it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Listen, but yeah, but I'm to telling, telling you, you, ask. But to <laughs> assume, though, that's, that's horrible. To assume that they're coming for free, that's like, okay. Yeah. Awkward <laughs> oh. all around. <laughs> I, I've
2: had it happen many times where I've been asked to do something, and uh, sometimes I just know there's not a budget in it, and, and I'll just say, no, sorry, I can't do it. You know, I had one offer mm-hmm. once. I don't know if I told you about this, Aisha. I, I don't even know if 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 I did. Maybe it didn't make it to the podcast. I'm not sure. But this mm-hmm. um, this situation where I was asked to speak at a church that I didn't even attend, and again, it was some kind of career thing. But it was a, a men's ministry, and okay. they couldn't pay me, but they could you know feed me breakfast. <laughs> you know, I, I got breakfast at home. Thanks. You know, okay. I don't need. Right. To, I don't need to do this. Yeah. Can, you know,
3: <laughs> my right. wife's making me eggs this morning. Yeah. So yeah, I, mean, I, I like, just I, like, said, I just said,
2: said no. Like, I, you know, yeah. I, my my time, and you probably feel the same way. I, Isha and, and you as well, Kim. Your time is your time. Like that's your personal time. What you choose Absolutely. to do with it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you're working right, a full-time right. job, um, and you've got another job at home as a mom, in your case, Kim, where mm-hmm. um, you know you've only got X amount of free time that's your time then you've got to use it smart and so you Mm -hmm. just choose to say no if that's the case right Mm
0: -hmm. right right well how how I look at it you know our family is our greatest and our first ministry anyway sure so if I'm constantly on the road or constantly at this event or that event and my family's at home you know I should be building with them so yeah, I, I consider all of that, you know, even if the, the event is <laughs> 10 minutes away, you know, that's time. That's still time away from my family. So I sure you know, I have to count the costs, you know what I mean? And, and just be wise with what, what I accept and what I don't. So that's how I look mm-hmm. at it, too. I look at the whole gamut of things.
2: Yeah. And, and somebody will do it for free, though. Right? You, yep. you choose yep, not to will. do it, and somebody else will do and that's fine. Somebody else you know, will. <laughs> I don't necessarily think that's right. I think that's the wrong um, thing to – this is part of my philosophy. If there is an event happening, and they are paying for catering, so they're paying for a company to bring in food, i.e. breakfast or something like that, and maybe they're paying for um, – a guest speaker, or if there's music, maybe they're paying a musician or a band or whatever else. If they need an MC, they mm-hmm. got to pay the MC. Sure enough. You know, it's, yeah, you yeah, can't exactly. expect some people to get paid and some people not. I mean, that opens right. up an old, another whole can of worms when you talk about church ministry, right? Because right. sometimes in churches, there are some people in a church that may get paid for their services uh, in the band or on the mm-hmm. worship team. So, mm-hmm. How, mm-hmm. how about that? Aisha, do you have anything to say about that?
3: I say (laughs) a workman is worthy of his hire (laughs) and um, what I have found uh, unfortunately is that in the church so much is expected for free Mm -hmm. and if we are if we are going to honor people take care of them you know, mm-hmm. take care of them. If you if you want to really show honor uh, for a person's gift and and their ability and their talent and um, just take care of them. Yeah. Don't shortchange them in the name of the Lord. And this is this, you're doing God's work. That,
2: come on, come on. Yeah. I think uh, generally speaking. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. think generally speaking, um, the perception is, is that Christians are cheap,
3: Yeah,
2: which is That's sad.
3: That's not the case. Yeah, it is sad.
2: And, and I don't believe in throwing money away. But there's the other side, too, Aisha, where um, I had a situation where I was asked to be the uh, audio person for a church. So <laughs> we're, we're going to pay you to be our audio guy. Uh-huh. Uh, but this isn't a full time job. This is just part time. It's like hiring a youth pastor part time. Well, what mm-hmm. is what is part time like a youth pastor part time? What is that really? Because I know I, if that's people, a good right. question. Well, because if it's for <laughs> right. X amount of hours a week, you know that they're going to end up working twice that, which is almost a full time job anyway. So you're just right. calling it a part time job. You're paying them a part time salary for a full time job. And for me being this audio guy, you know, so you want me to be your audio guy and I have to be at all these events because I'm your person for that. That's full time. But the more events you have... (laughs) the more my exactly. time it takes. And it's not just the event. If the event is an hour and a half, it's a lot more time mm-hmm. for the audio guy because the audio guy is the first one to le- first one to show up and the last one to leave.
3: That's right. Right? That's right. So mm-hmm.
2: double the time of any of your events and that's how many hours it really reflects. And the mm-hmm. same goes for a musician or an artist because it's not just when you show up. No. It's all the prep time. It's all the rehearsal everything. and everything else, you know? Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So I was talking
0: to someone... Um, an artist and, and she she made so much sense. She said, I asked, I said, well, you know, do you vary your your uh, honorarium on how long your set is? And she said, no, because I still have to get on a plane and I will still sweat my clothes. That's out, right. for, Whether it's five, five minutes or 25 or 30. That's right. And I never thought about it. And I said, you know what? She's right. <laughs> she is mm-hmm. right. So yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta look at the whole thing. (laughs) Yep. And honor people's time. So you are you're definitely correct.
2: I don't know how we got onto all of this stuff, but it's good conversation. It really is. Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) That is good.
2: So let's let's talk a little bit more about Kim, okay? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Hi <laughs> Hey, Kim, Kim is back with us So Kim, tell us about your future goals in your career as far as music is concerned Understand, of course, that you've got that full-time role as a mom You're also doing the radio mm-hmm. thing uh, what's, mm-hmm. what's the future hold for you as far as music and rap and you know poetry and everything else?
0: Yes, well I am working on new music uh, Should be out in uh, later this year um, and honestly, I, I'm I'm flowing with what God is saying because I honestly thought I was done. You know, I, I didn't want to write mm-hmm. anymore. <laughs> I was just over it. i was like, Lord, okay. I, <laughs> but he Talk started giving it. me music again.
2: But was this because you were now a mom and your your priorities shifted a little bit?
0: No, I didn't feel like I had anything more to say. Oh, okay. And I, I never, I, I was never that artist that was like, okay, well. It's three months. I need to drop something now, and you know, nice. and then do a remix of uh, Jesus Loves the Little Children. You know what I mean? Like, I that's that. Does someone have a remix of that? Because I don't want anyone to think I'm, <laughs> <you know laughs> what I mean? but Not that I know. But of. you know, <laughs> just to drop something is my point. You know, I want to make sure if I spend the money, if I take the time, and all of that, that I'm really contributing something to the listener you know what i mean and right i really thought i said all that god gave me to say and he was like nope there's more <laughs> so yeah. um yeah started working on on the new project and hopefully uh, i think by the end of maybe july uh you should have have something out
2: from a business and, side of things, uh, you have mm-hmm. to decide as well what's worth your while to actually record something. It costs money to record this stuff and produce stuff
0: true, true. but the the thing I love <laughs> is that because I produce as well, mm-hmm. so I have the equipment at home. so i'm I'm saving money if if I could say it like that, yeah, yeah. Um, really, in everything I'm doing, I, my main expense is the mixing and mastering. Um, I have my own business. I, I own a media company, so I shoot my own music videos, um, as well as other people's. But you know, so a lot of the cost is. Cut. She's good too. Um,
2: Here you go. A little promotion there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Look at that. <laughs> but you know, so so God God gave me some some skill in in, in different areas that helps offset the the expense. So i'm grateful for that but um just outside of that everything i do i wanted i wanted to in- make an impact you know and i'm not trying to be super deep or anything like that but i wanted to impact and i don't want to just drop music just to drop it so the pause has been one to make sure i'm in a place to deliver music and not uh right from a hurting place or impure place no one wants to hear someone bleed all over a song right yeah, yeah. <laughs> and That's then good. and then on top of that, yeah just you know just making sure I, I you know I have something to say
2: do you have do you produce for other people as well
0: I do I do uh, a lot of what I'm doing right now though is more on the media end so if they want uh if I'm shooting let's say a promo video for someone and they need a music bed then I'll produce the music bed for that um, and I've been doing a lot of uh, tracks for spoken word artists um, you know so I'll, I'll produce see. like a nice little neo soul track yeah Isha's favorite genre spoken word <laughs> and I, and there,
2: was, there was not a lot of excitement in her voice there
0: <laughs> she knows me <laughs> and so I, in, in, far, in you know, fairness
2: I'm not a big fan either
0: I would say I'm offended, but I'm not. You know, everything isn't for everyone. There's genres <laughs> I, I don't care right. for either. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I just, I just figured. It, power to them.
2: I'm, I'm probably going to get kicked for this, but uh, I, I consider spoken word <laughs> an attempt at music for somebody who's not musical.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's interesting. But okay, but uh-huh. the same thing is said can be said though for hip hop though, if that's the case.
2: Uh, yeah, I think well, a lot of you maybe rap. I think a lot of hip hop artists do have musical ability. If they don't, then uh, maybe just stick with spoken word.
3: Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, like, you can you can do spoken word and have zero musical ability. If you mm-hmm. if you rap. Uh, you you probably should be able to have some rhythm some sense of rhythm yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs>
2: yeah definitely for rap
3: you know? I,
0: don't know. I, t- I don't know if I agree because spoken word well most of us you know there there's still a sense of cadence you need so you're not necessarily well, yes. saying saying your piece on rhythm or on beat but you know you you still need to know where to drop that cadence where to punch certain words you know what I mean so there's still mm-hmm. like a some kind of creative something in there.
2: Okay, so I think I think we could solve everybody's issues here if we just change the 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 title of spoken word to dramatic speaking.
3: Hmm. <laughs> well, because isn't that what it is? It's just
2: you know the, the the way you have the emphasis on the words and the way you're talking and whatever else you know.
0: No, but there, there's a there's a category called that. What is it called? Um, dramatic recitation. speaking, seriously? No, it's politics. not dramatic speaking, but it's- politics. <laughs> 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 uh, recitation, dramatic recitation. You know, like when they when they when people perform people's uh, speeches, like "I had a dream" and so it's called something. I forgot what it's oh, okay. called, but it's not spoken word. Oh, I don't know. But it's like I, I something know. recitation, something. So.
2: Yeah. But, but I like, uh, Aisha, I like what you said about politics. This is what I found about politics. Um, have you ever noticed, we shouldn't be talking about politics here, but have you ever noticed that, <laughs> that when, when a politician gets elected, as soon as they're elected and they start giving speeches, they sound different? <laughs> the, their, their speeches and the way they talk, it's just like, sometimes it's just really annoying. It's just like, why don't you just talk a like person. a normal person instead of yeah. trying to sound like a preacher or something, you know?
0: Right. <laughs> They want to sound super you. deep. Yeah, <laughs> uh, super deep. Man, want to sound important. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: So on the radio side of things, Kim, um, what's next for that? I know that you mentioned to me, and and uh, this was earlier. You mentioned to me about the fact that your show now, which features a lot of you know indie type artists mixed with <laughs> with other music as well, um, that it's growing. It's it's uh, it's growing. Like you've got multiple stations that you uh, that yes. you send this off to.
0: Yes, the uh, the Kim Pratt show is currently on nine stations, and I have other people inquiring um, to 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 air the show as well. But it's a two hour show. Um, of course, it has music. Uh, it's all Christian hip hop and urban gospel uh, m- blended in together. And of course, you have ministry. You have uh, I have a DJ segment where you know the. DJ does a whole mix for a segment and it's it's really cool. You know, interviews the whole nine. So we try and keep it fresh, try and keep it uh, interesting. So each show is a little different.
2: That's great. It's a lot of work to get a show syndicated anyways. It is. Just to just to get it the interest is. and um is this does this make you any money or is this like a um like a a gift of love as they say sometimes this this,
0: this is truly, <laughs> a gift of love <laughs> yeah. this is truly a gift of love
2: <laughs> okay okay
0: um it it i you know if if i really thought about it i could make money but that wasn't the original int- intent of it um and if i had a bigger team to take some of this pressure off of me then i could really you know make money from it but right now I'm i'm my hand is in some of everything and I'm in school, too. So it's oh, okay. like I'm doing
2: a lot right now. So. I, uh, way back when I had a, a show or it was a segment of a show, it was like a countdown type thing. And I had uh, I was doing it on the radio and I had requests from other stations to take this and for me to syndicate this thing. And the problem I had with that is it would have meant more work for me to do that. And I didn't really have any time to contribute because I was just doing part time radio at that point. Ideally, if I was going to syndicate it and do it properly, I would have sponsors and everything else just to make, my, make it worth my while. Exactly. But now it's a bigger job. Like, not only do you have to, uh, you know, produce this thing a little differently to accommodate different radio stations, but now to do the selling side of things and to sell this yeah. to potential mm-hmm. uh, clients or sponsors, that's a lot more work as well. And, it's, you know, I, I just don't have the time for Ooh. that, right? So
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot.
2: Um, back to your um, video business. Do you do music videos as well?
0: I do. Okay, mm-hmm.
2: so Aisha, if you're looking for a music video for anything, I got a,
3: I got some stuff coming up, yeah. and I absolutely need. Uh, <laughs> I some know music I know somebody. Video.
2: I know somebody. <laughs>
3: you know didn't. Yeah, I know somebody. Look, yeah. so do I. Yeah. <laughs>
2: There you go. Well, listen, Kim, thank you so much for hanging with us on uh, Between the Grooves.
0: Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Take care. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. All right. You too.
2: Great conversation with Kim Pratt. You never know where it's going to go, do you? (laughs) But it was was nice to chat with her. Make sure you check out her website, IamKimPratt.com. You can find the links to her music events and uh, social media as well great chatting with her
3: yes indeed that was awesome i'm so glad that we got a chance to catch up a little bit so right here we're gonna have a little bit of artist advice and it's coming from rhett walker
1: oh i can't harp on it enough like i i want people to sing what god has put on their life and I think it was Louis Giglio that said it a long time ago. Some, one of the pastors in Atlanta. And they were, they were like, You got to picture the world as a complete circle. And whenever you decide to be like someone else, you step out of the circle and stand beside them. And now there's a gap in the way God has made this. Like, God has made each and every artist to be each and every artist who they are created to be. And so many times, you know, we, we try to, well, man, if I could be like this band. If I could be like this artist. And it's cool to look towards somebody and try to be, you know, like we all have people we're fans of. It's cool to look to somebody and and lean towards that way. But to just copy, I feel like is a disservice to the creation that you are in Christ. Write what God has intended you to write.
2: I really like the way he visualized that with the circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It was neat. Yeah, it was neat. It kind of, it, it kind of puts context because you've heard many people say that in the past. I mean, do what you're supposed to be doing. Don't try to mimic other people. We've heard that many, right. many times. But to visualize that now about the fact that, you know, you're, you're breaking the circle, you're breaking mm-hmm. something else. You know, God never intended for everybody to be doing the same thing.
3: No, not at all. Just be authentically you. And I love his accent.
2: <laughs> I think we all have an accent,
3: right?
2: I probably I sound so. Canadian. You sound Floridese. Is that a word? Pretty. Florida, Floridaese. Floridaese. I don't, know. I don't know.
3: I don't know. I think my accent's a, a mixture of a bunch of different places. I don't
2: know. And that makes you unique. Don't try to copy <laughs> try. somebody else. <laughs> there we go. There we go.
3: All right. Well, that's it, guys. That's it for this episode. Why don't you follow us on socials, Twitter and Facebook at Between
2: Grooves. Yeah. And you can subscribe on your favorite app, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify or iHeartRadio. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time on Between the Grooves. Yep.